Okay, so we're up to Mem. Pasuk Aleph. Ahi achar hadevorim ha'ele. Chotu mashke melech mitzrayim v'ho'ofer. La adonihem la melech mitzrayim. After this, Chotu. So the story begins with this peer, clearly a peer as we'll discuss, <coughs> this peer of people that were choyte. Now, <coughs> with this, it continues a theme. Because in the last parak, Yasef was afraid that if he'll do a certain evil, then v'chatasi leloikim. He didn't, but yet he was put in the bar. And then the next story is that two people who were chayte join him. Okay, so we can read this as a contrast or, or at least continuation of a theme that he was not chayte and yet unjustly was locked up. They were chayte. Now, let's take this idea and go further. We'll soon get to the mashke melech mitzrayim ho'ife. Talk about that soon, but first I want to talk about these last three words: to their master, to the king of Egypt. Now, that's clearly repetitive. You can read the pasuk like this: to their master. You're supposed to read it like this: Yosef didn't sin against his master. They did sin to their masters. So, in other words, if we read this Chatu as a Hemshech, he was not Chaite, but then these people were Chaite. So then the contrast is okay, his master is Patifar, he wasn't Chaite. They were Chaite to their master, who is someone else. He is actually Melech Matraim, and we'll soon see why that's significant in this light, also, in this vein, too. So now, if you read Pasuk Aleph in the Chatu as a Hemshich of the Chatasi Lelukim in Paraklamates, so that leads basically to Gzer Shava, Chait Chait, which in fact, <laughs> one man the Amman the Medrash says, what was their Chait? That they attempted his Daveg Lebitoi Shel Melech. In Dash is Chait Chait, that was the same nature of Chait as Yosef's. So that's the Mashmois of the fact that we're that there's a continuation here of the question of chait and whether it <coughs> deserves jail or not okay now very interesting thing so we always know okay the sahamashkim did one thing so if they did another thing but like i just told you the major says in one shot that they were chaite because they were bikshul hisdavik libitesh now that's possibly read as they sinned in unison and the fact is, you read the parak, you read the pasuk, it talks about chatu. The two of them sinned. Is that is that a, is that a sin in cooperation? And in fact, in pasuk base it says Parai got angry al shnei sarisov, which again is mashma that there's um, there was one event, and they both went to jail because he got angry at the two of them. In other words. According to the other famous interpretation, Saramashkin did one thing wrong, Saraf did another thing wrong, one has to understand then what does the Basak mean by putting it together and saying Pari got angry at his two Sarisim and put them 
in jail. It's mashma that there was some, at least it happened simultaneously. Maybe it did. But, it, but the point is that this suggests, the, psukim, the way the Pesukim read suggests that there was a cooperation in Chait, and therefore there was a, a Ketzef against the two of them. And indeed, there's another smach to that, because here the says, and the whole chain of events, right? And there's another king and his Sarisim and Ketzef and a chain of events. And that's in because Esther, where it says, in those days, Kotzaf, big son Vaseresh, Shnei Sarisei HaMelech. So again, we have two Sarisim, Ketzef, a king, and a plot, or something that leads to a, a um, someone getting Gedula, and of course, someone being hanged on a tree. So, hanged on a tree like the Sarah was hanged on a tree. So the Medrash points this out and says, oh look, Hashem will make a king get angry as his Avodim to raise the Tzaddik, will make an Evid get angry at kings to raise the Tzaddik. But in your name of the point is that there's this theme over here about the Ketzef and the king and the, and how that plays out. And I just want to point at this point that there it's clearly a, a, a plot that was hatched in partnership between Bigs and Vatsarish. Cuts of Bigs and Vatsarish. Nesa, we say, Melech, Mishay, Mesap. Vayivakshu, the Shleich, Yod. They were doing something together. So, similarly, the Ketz of Apar, Ashnei, Suisav, it's mashed that there was some sort of cooperative sin. Okay, now, so like I said, that Manam and the Medrash that says that they were Bigshu, there's David, Lebita, Shemelech, it could be it was the two of them that were plotting. Fine. Now, so now we're reading this as a continuation. Yosef was almost chayte, but not chayte, and then he was put into the bar unjustly. These two were chayte, and therefore it was, they belonged to be in the bar, and yet one of them was spared and returned to his former position. So Yosef, who wasn't chayte and was in the bar, was then Tyler, his, his betachin, on the one who was chayte, and yet got out of the bar. Okay. Now, let's <coughs> continue the analysis of this. To their master, the king of Egypt. So he said, one point is, okay, he didn't sin, or he had his, Yosef had his problems with his master, and they had a problem with their master. But there's another point there, which is that by stressing Lamelech Mitzrayim, remember we discussed this in the last year, that Yosef is always, always engaged, always dealing with, interacting with Sarim and Malachim. So the point is, ah, he's getting involved in, in politics, or he's getting carved the Malchus. Okay, now, and then there's another point you could read into the Pasuk. You could read it like this. His master is Patifa, but they sinned to their master, and their master was king of Egypt, which means then, now that there was another sin, and this was actually a real sin, but it was to the king of Egypt, so now what's going to determine Yosef's fate is no longer going to be what his connection to his master because something that supersedes that took place, something that, that's on a higher level, on, on an upper echelons of the political powers, took place because they sinned to their master, and he's the king of Egypt. So now everything is going to depend on that. And indeed, the connection to the king is what's going to get Yosef out of the bar. So he was put there by Pertifar, by his master. But he's going to be removed by someone else's master, and that's because their master 
is Melech Mitzrayim. So he overrules Patifar's decision of putting it in the bar. Okay, fine. So that's how we'll read that Pasuk. Now, I want to point out, now let's go back to, so we spoke about the Chotu and the Hemshech, and we spoke about Lado Nehem Melech Mitzrayim, also reading it in the context of a Hemshech. Now I want to talk about the Mashke Melech Mitzrayim and the Eifah. So firstly, it's important to note that in the whole pair, consistently, the Sarha Mashkim is mentioned first. Okay, so in this Pasuk, in Pasuk Aleph, then again in Pasuk Beis, and in Pasuk um, Hey, Hamashke Eifah, and the Mashke speaks first in Pasuk Tes, and then, of course, the Sarha Eifah speaks, and then in Pasuk Chaf, <clears throat> and what he did to the Sarhamashkim and then what he did to the Sarhaifim. Okay, so the Sarhamashkim always comes first. Well, naturally the, the Sarhamashkim is I mean he the fact that he's going to live and the Sarhaifim is going to die goes along with the fact that he's first. The question is Hagufa. What is this business? What's what to make of that? That the Sarhamashkim lives and the Sarhaifim dies? Is there something there? Does that mean the Sarah Hamashkim is better? <clears throat> now, we spoke about this a few times. I think we mentioned even last week, the Pasuk in Kahelis Perak Yud. And the Perak Yud, which we showed, is Nidrash on this Parsha, Yafa Yafa. And there in Perak Yud, Pasuk Yud Tess, it talks about bread and wine and money. So, you make bread for Schaik. The purpose of Lechem is for Schaik. If you want to have Schaik, you have to make Lechem. No idea what that means. Well, okay. We spoke about that a little bit. But the point is, Yosef, who was involved with the Lechem, or not involved with the Lechem in the last story, is also not involved with being Mitzachik. But he's accused from being, about being Mitzachik. But really, since he avoided the Lechem, he is not Mitzachik, as we discussed. Because Lechem and Schoik go together. And Schoik is a negative. At least in, in, in the context of Barashas. He brought the Evel Tzachik. But wine is Samech Tachayim, so we spoke about this. The Sarha Oifim is problematic. The Sarha Mashkim is going to live. Okay, now, by the way, so, okay, so Yayin seems to be then superior to Lechem, that it's Samech Chayim. Okay. Um, of course, I don't know what that means. I'm just showing you the remes. What's the oymek? I don't know. But I would add to this another thing, especially related to the Yosef story. In Tehillim, So it talks about dreams and alumais, bundles. We spoke about at the beginning of the Pashva Yeshev, where Yosef has his dreams about alum alumim. We spoke about that, along with which talks about how you could sleep instead of doing lechem matzavim. Okay, but the point is in the Kufchavav, it talks about the dreams and the alumis. It says Ozimales Choyk Pinu, when we get our bread, right? So when you get your bread, that's when you could have Choyk. So it sounds like it sounds like there's um, the good Choyk and the bad Choyk, and um, we sowed in tears. Only when he's noisy alumosov after the geula, that's when he could have the schoik. Maybe I'm not sure exactly what this means, but that there's an association between lechem and schoik. 
and Yosef was in Golas, of course, and that's where you have to avoid the Lechem, as we discussed in the last parak, and the connection to Daniel, who avoided the bread of the, of the Goyim, but we'll talk about that more tonight. Akuponim, what am I saying now? I'm just pointing out that there's an association between Lechem and Tzchoik, and we see that in the Pasuk of the in Kehelas and in Tehillim, and Yosef, in the last parak, by avoiding the Lechem, it's really innocent of the schaik that he's charged with but there's a um, lechem could be could be dangerous and while yain is and in this parak the sahamashkim lives dies. okay um now by the way i had a question so you know of course we know the sahamashkim is going to live and so going to die so i wonder who's in musara ifim there's a, there's a position there's a position that has to be filled right there's a sahamashkim Who's the new Sarafim? So you might say, oh, well, it's Yosef, because Yosef is in charge of the bread. And, okay, maybe that's true. But another thing is, in other words, what do I mean to say it's true? I mean, say when the parak sets up, okay, this is our mashim, Sarafim, Sarafim gets reinstated, Sarafim gets hanged, sort of left hanging with the Sarafim, but then this Yosef is going to be in charge of bread. It makes perfect sense. But another point is that that Pasuk in Kehela says, so as we mentioned last week, Yosef said to Paroi, and Yosef collects all the Kesef. Right? Yosef collects all the Kesef. That's in Mitzrayim. That's the end of Pashas. That's the end of Pashas of Vayigash, right? He got all the Kesef. Are you like it, Yosef? S. Kala Kesef. So a Kesef, Yan is a Koyl. Because he brought it to Paroi. So there's Lechem, there's Yayin, but Kesef um, covers it all. Okay, so that's like this is Hamashkin, this is Ha'ifim. But then there's um, what Yosef can do, which is get the Kesef, is maybe even better. Okay, now another thing about uh, just focusing on the fact that we're dealing with the Sahamashkim and a Sahaifim. So we have wine and bread now, okay, so it's, it's a major focus on food, right? And of course, Yosef is going, is all about food. Now, to note in the three sets of there are three sets of dreams basically in the Yosef story right Yosef has two dreams then there's the Samashkim Sarifim has two dreams and Pari has two dreams Yosef's two dreams are about the sun stars and the moon and then about the grain Samashkim Sarifim one is about the bread and one is about wine and wine and bread and so to Pari one is about cows and one is about grain so in each of the three sets is one that's explicitly about bread um, another point, and I don't go into this tonight, but it might be significant, is that, okay, there's a mashke and there are oife, right? So mashke is about liquid. And in Paris dreams, the paris come out from the oir. And of course, the whole, yeah, that's very significant because the whole might of Mitzrayim is, as the Pasuk says in Pashlach, kula mashke, kigan Hashem Mitzrayim. There's a place of mashke, which makes it very fertile. So, Sahamashkim, Sahamashkim might be significant for that reason. Okay. Now, I want to just review something. This is something we started discussing, but now we have to get back into it. So, we have the Sahamashkim, Sahamashkim. These are Sarim of food, specific foods in a foreign kingdom. So, very important. As we mentioned, Yosef, we discussed a little bit in Paraglamates. Yosef avoids the bread, as does Daniel avoid the bread of his master, the king of Bavel. And Daniel 
becomes a dream interpreter. And you read the Neil Parakal, it's pretty clear that, oh, because he avoided the Pas Akum, that's who becomes a dream interpreter. So then Yosef too in the last parak doesn't eat the Lechem, and then he gets this power to interpret dreams. Okay. Now, another thing is um, that in Parak Aleph of Daniel, <laughs> we have this expression when the Daniel had Chesed and Rachamim of Nesar Hasarisim. By the way, of course, reminds us of then the Parak Lamites that Yosef had Chesed in front of the Sar Beis Hasoyah. So he could not eat bread if he doesn't want to, as it says in Daniel. But when Daniel requested the, not to eat the, the food of the king and rather to eat um, seeds, so the Sar Sarisim said, I'm afraid that the king, Lama Yires Penechem Zoyafim. He's going to see that your faces are Zoyafim. Now, this Penechem Zoyafim, of course, we have in Perak Mem, where Yosef comes to the Sar HaMashkim and Sar HaOifim, and Vinam Zoyafim. And he says, Madua Penechem Roimayim. So, Daniel didn't want to eat the bread and the wine of the king. And the Sar HaSarisim said, well, you know, I'm afraid that you're going to be Panechem Zoyafim. Now here's the Sar HaMashkim and Sar HaOifim, bread and the wine of the king, boom. And they are Panechem Zoyafim, right? And then, and the Yosef says to them, Madua Panechem Roim. Madua Panechem Roim. Now, this Madua Panechem Roim, this brings us to another Sar Mashke, which is Nechemya. Nechemya was the Mashke Lamelech. And as it says in Perek Beis of Nechemya, that he was careful not to, to be cheerful in front of the king, but one day he was very upset because he was very upset about the state of Yishalayim. And the king said to him, Madua Roim. Right? Okay, and it was a big problem. It was very scary for him that the king accused him of having Panecha Roim. He's a Mashke Lamelech. He's, he's supposed to have a good cheer. Right. Okay, so we have to understand what that's all about. But I'm just bringing out this Hamashkim and Sahalifim are very significant in terms of the Jew in Golos, let's call it, who must avoid the Pas and the Yayin, as Daniel did. But by the way, can't, can't, that's, you could contrast that to Nehemiah, who was actually the Mashkalamela. So here we have two stories of people in the court, in the king's court. One is Daniel, who avoids the Pas by Kamelech and Yayin Mishtov. The other one is, is Nehemiah, who is actually the Mashkel Melech. And the, the Yishami says in Kedushin, he's called Tirshas because they are Matishti, got a heter of Yain. But either way, what am I just bringing out just that, that this parasha of this two sarm Mashkel Sarayfim, the two sarm of the king about his food and about, is, is clearly related to these other parashas about the king's food um, and a youth in captivity, that's Daniel. And. Um, someone who actually is the Saramashkim, and that's Nehemia. And in both of those stories, we have this theme of how they look, right? Again, Daniel, um, his master, the Sarasavisim, was worried that if he doesn't eat the Pas, Mela, the Pas and the Yen Akum, he's going to be and it's going to be a problem. Yosef comes to the jail and sees Saramashkim, which is very concerning to him and makes him wonder. And similarly, Nehemiah, who was the Mashkel Melech, he was Panav Roim, and that was a problem. Okay, now, Yosef, as we discussed in Pekalamites, Yosef avoids the bread, and as we mentioned just now, that earlier, that Yosef, as it says in Pekalamites, he had Chesed, 
in the sub, eyes of the Sabbath. So like Daniel, who had chesed and was able, therefore, to use the fact that he had chesed to avoid eating the bread and the yayin of the goyim. Okay, so right, so here's Yosef. And I don't know exactly how it works out. I'm just pointing out the connection that Yosef now is in jail with the Sahamashkins. Interesting. Okay. Now, Mamaisa, so Yosef avoids the bread. Now, it says in, of course, we mentioned this plastic numerous times, it says in the Olympic Kofay that um, when it's describing the sequence of events of going down to Mitzrayim, etc., it says about the story of Yosef, so Hashem decreed a Rav, and he broke the power of Lechem, and he sent an Ish before them, Yosef was sold as an Evid. So Hashem declared a Rav, and he paved the way to protect us from the Rav by sending Yosef. Okay, so there's an interesting lesson over there, that Kol Matei Lechem Shavar. Okay, Kol Matei Lechem Shavar, of course, you remember that from Bechukosai, Bechushivi Lechem, Matei Lechem. But there's another place where we have this expression. That's in Yechezkel Perg Dalet. Hashem told Yechezkel to basically take bread and it's a whole mix of um, of all different kinds of wheat and kidneys. Wheat, barley, I'm sorry, of grain and kidneys. Wheat, barley, pol, adoshim, lentils, and dochen, and kusmin, okay? And basically that's what you have to eat plus you have to you have to weigh it out a certain amount per every 24 hours you have to weigh out your water and hashem told them to bake it on um, human dung as a sign of that when they're pushed when they're rejected and sent to the game they're going to eat lechem tome so what exactly is lechem tome i don't know but the tenchuma says oh this is a decree that when those are in Gauls, they're going to have to eat pas goyim, which is called lechem tome. And Daniel said, okay, but I don't want to do it. So the, the, so there's a decree that in Gauls is lechem tome, and that's the whole story of Daniel. He's avoiding the lechem tome. Now, okay, so Daniel says, but I was never with tome before, so I don't want to do this. So Hashem said, okay, you could use cattle dung instead of human dung. And then the next says, And they're going to weigh out their bread. So we see that Lechem Tome and Mate Lechem Shavar go together. The Hainu Mate Lechem Shavar, so this Golos, Ravadat Meheira, right? So Hashem breaks the Lechem in Canaan and it's Israel. Then we have to go to Etz Mitzrayim or somewhere else and then we eat Lechem Tome. So that's what we have in the Yosef stories. Um, Hashem breaks the Mati Lechem, Shalach Vanayim Ish, who avoids the Lechem Tomei. Okay, now another point about the Mashke and the Eifer, which I think we may have mentioned in the past. I don't know what to make of this, but it's interesting. Yosef is in a pit. Now he's in a pit for the second time, right? First time he was in a bar. As the Pasuk says, there was no Lechem. There's no Mayim, sorry. A bar rake aimed by Mayim. By Yeshvu Lecho Lechem. Now, which implying also that he has no lechem either. And in a pit, you have a problem, which is that you have no lechem, you have no mayim. Here, Yosef is in a pit, and he has a sahar mashkim and a sahar oifim. Just the two things you would like to have with you in a bar. Additionally, we have the same thing in Yimya Paraklamachas. We spoke about this a lot, how Yimya is like similar to Yosef. And in Yimya Parak, many ways, if I went to that Yimya Paraklamachas, Yimya is put into a bar. And as the Pazik says, Paraklamachas, Yud. Babar ain't mayim. Okay, 
Meanwhile, Eved Melech Kushi heard about this and he tells the king, this is no good, that they put Yimmy into a bar. He's going to die of hunger, but he ain't a lechem oid be'ir. There's no lechem. So he took Yimmy out of the bar and they. I think they gave him a certain amount of bread. Okay, it doesn't matter. The point is that when you're in a pit, you have to worry about obviously having water and also if there's not an abundance of lechem, there's this big big trouble for you in a pit. So here Yosef is in the bar and he has Sahamashim Sahim in a bar. Okay, again just noting it. I don't know how to put all these things together. Hopefully we will think we'll learn more as we go along. Pazik Bay's Vayik Tsoif. So very important. It's not just that they were chayte and they got punished. It introduces that something happened. Paray was quite safe. So you could read this as um, a introduction to the next pasuk, which is "Vayitin oisam b'mishmar." We'll stop at that word for now, for tonight. I just want to talk about that. What does that mean, "Vayitin oisam b'mishmar"? So Yosef and others show that. Mishmar is a place where you put someone for watching, right? Like it says by the Makalo, what does it say? Um, they put him into a Mishmar. Lifresh lahem, api Hashem. So they just find out what to do. And also by the Mekayshish, Kiloi Parash Mazalai. So you put someone in a Mishmar, and like it says by Yosef, you lack them in a Mishmar, Shloishis Yom. A Mishmar is not a place you dump someone, it's a place you put someone for guarding until you figure out what to do with him. And indeed, in our story, sometime later, Parai starts figuring out, okay, time to figure out what to do with them. So this is not just a punishment, it's Vayiktsoif Parai, he gets angry. And this is reaction. We have to put them in Mishmar because till I till I Pare figures out what to do. It's not that there was determined. There was no judgment. It was determined what their punishment should be. But rather, there was a ketzef, and therefore they had to be put away until to be to be determined what should be done with them. Okay. And then there's another point to be here. Perhaps we mentioned this in the past too. Pare was quite safe, right? And the Sahamashkim references this, and he says Pare ketzef Aha. So Pare has a temper. Okay, we can say. Now, uh, we've been mentioning numerous times that Daniel parallels the Yosef story. Daniel doesn't eat the lechem and he becomes a Pesach Halemis, right? And Daniel's story, look in Daniel Parag Beis, what happened was the king has a dream and he needs someone to interpret it. And all his wise men cannot interpret it. And this is a theme that the, the Yehudi who's in Golos is able to surpass the Sorim and the Chacham of Bavel, like Yosef, who's in Golos, is able to do be wise prove himself to be wiser and greater than the sarim and chachnev it's right okay same thing but um the point is that that in that story what happens is no one can interpret all the wise men above can't interpret the king's dream for whatever reason he wanted to tell him what the dream was and interpret it because he actually forgot the dream but the pasuk says like this the pasuk says in daniel perik bay's pasuk bay is the king was a great ketzef and he started wiping out of Chachmei Bavel. And they were starting to get killed. They were killing out Chachmei Bavel. So Daniel told Aryeich, the chief Tabachim, hey, what are you doing? Why are you killing Chachmei Bavel? He said, oh, because this is what's going on. So Daniel said, okay, listen, give me some time and I will solve this problem. 
So similarly, when Pare has a dream and none of his Chatumim and Chachomim could interpret it, so the Chachomim Mitzrayim are at great risk from Pare's Ketzef. Um, so the Sahamashke, and who's in charge of executing the Paris Ketzef? The Sarhatabachim, like Ayyech Ravka Tolaya in Daniel. So Patifar says Paris Sarhatabachim is the one who's going to kill the Kochachim Babel, Kochachim Mitzrayim. So the Sahamashim speaks up and says, Oh, Paris Kotzef Alavodov. The fact that there's a Ketzef is what makes the Sahamashkim be very worried about the very important need to. to um, Make sure that Pari gets his dream interpreted before he kills all the Chachmib Mutsayim Besarov. Okay, we will stop at that.